Dimp Digital presents Idle Game Chat. Here we are then, back with a fantasy gaming league wrap-up show, season review, whatever you want to fucking call it. Joined by the now reigning undisputed fantasy gaming league champion Logan to talk about the highs. There weren't really many lows for him actually throughout the season, but the highs of his record-breaking, record-setting season for fantasy gaming league of 2023. First of all, have you come down from the absolute highs that you've been no doubt, no doubt feeling since the season officially closed? Do you know what? I actually feel like there's more prestige in the FGL, not in the FGL, in the Grand Prix, because <laughs> that is all you. That's yeah. it. And then you come to this and you really, it's just in the hands of the gods. It's management, like 60% isn't it? Of it? Same thing at work. People, the top end managing people get paid more. So it's... Uh... It's one of those things. It's the way the world works. You can be in the in the gutters all you want, but it's the big wigs that take the titles overall. No, it's good, to obviously, to to win it. It's something that I've been on the precipice of taking part in for a number of years and failed for various different reasons. So, yeah, it's uh, it's a good one to to get um, on the honours list. Yeah, tick it off. That's what Fergie did. He did. He ticked it all off eventually, I think. Mm. Even, that, even that Club World Cup got ticked off eventually, even though that took a long old time. I think I missed that match, playing football. Vidic got sent off, off I remember. Nemanja. Well, they've actually... They, aren't City doing that now? They're off doing that version of it. They will be. I they don't know be. when. Yeah. But I think... It's... I think I read Chelsea might be in it as well. Oh, somehow. no, that's, that's a different thing. That's a new... Oh, is that a different thing? Yeah, they're adding a new tournament, the Club World Good. Cup, I think it's called. So, oh. yeah, I mean, I don't know what FIFA... Well, we're not what they're playing now. Extract more money. More out. games, more games. No time off. Yeah, well, to be fair, they get paid enough. You should be working every week of the year, in my opinion. More games than ever, they say. Wow. Well, Running them into ever. the ground. They deserve it, some of those players. Fucking divas. Anyway, let's let's run through the Grand Prix first, because we haven't got anyone to represent there. There was a I thought, should I organise? I thought I can't be art. It's too much hassle trying to get people arranged, as we found out in the quiz, which hasn't been published yet, but will be coming next week. It can be a disaster to try and do that. But um the highlights of the quiz are that paper ended up winning it with a score of seven hundred and ninety-three. Uh, Biff was second with 780. Adcock was third with 780 and lost because, well, he got bumped down because he had more transfers than Biff. That's the first sort of tie break if needed that we use. Salmon on 778. Adkins on 765, but only nine games. Hall with a full 10 game roster on 741 and a ridiculous amount of, of transfers. I mean, we could sit here and microanalyze every decision made there, it would take forever. But really, I don't put words in your mouth, but the story of this seemed to be Adkins blowing it. 
and and then paper just snuck in the back door just got on with his job did the did the basics right and was able to profit from a mistake much like what happened to Biff when you got stung by a football manager touch all those years ago you just got to be there sometimes to pick um, up the pieces yeah i mean it's um it's still quite something when the average on adkins is still ridiculously like it's like 87 right? is yeah. that right i'm looking at it yeah, yeah so it's 87 which is mad and he's still lost like yeah um didn't come bottom though so that tells you how poor paul's run was um, um but yeah i mean you know i think we've established he pretty much could have chosen any game that released this year and he would have won like yeah. and he somehow contrived to choose the one game that Probably the worst game of the year, you'd have that to say. Been, that probably would have got a bad score and it got one, one. But yeah. It fucking sunk the whole company, so it definitely wasn't top tier. And um, just a bit of carelessness is anything I can put it down for. Cockiness, some say. Well, there was no need to Arrogant have that Arrogant Van Dyke, I'm hearing off Keane. So is this another version? We could have of this? took the five point eight, subbed in anything and won. So. Yeah. Instead, he took the risk for no apparent reason. Pig-headed. Is that one way? Well, he got lucky with Baldur's Gate. Right? <laughs> let's, not, let's not beat around the bush. He got lucky with that. So he'd used up basically his one life that he had and mm. then went for another one with um, the day before. I mean, I'm sure he had some sort of logic to it, yeah. but it seems like a risk that wasn't worth taking. No, it definitely did. And in the end, as you said, Paper was able to profit there. With a seven nine three, uh, not the lowest score to ever win it. Um, we've got a score from twenty nineteen, which is actually Biff's one seven four five. Uh, Paper had previously won it with six two six, but that was when there were less games required, so it's a slightly different format. But on the lower end of what we've had, you know, we've had eight eight twelves, eight oh sevens from you, seven nine seven. So on the lower end, but still nowhere near Biff's disgraceful number that's got him over the line back in twenty nineteen. But um, Paper's team wasn't anything to write home about, but just got the job done. I suppose that's a lesson for people, oh. just get the basics right. And even if you chuck a shitter on there, like AEW Fight Forever, he's still able to walk away with the title. I, I genuinely think, like whenever I've tried to do teams, I think the main thing you want is to get a game out. Like That's yeah. priority number one, is get all the games out. Um, I've learned that over the years that it's uh, a vital thing to do but I feel like everyone the temptation all the time with it is to find that hidden gem mm. like to find the unexpected game and really you know if you go for a lot of the established titles and they come out they're mostly getting around that 80 mark I mean look if you look at paper score and he's won it with 793 you've got to yeah. get 10 games with an average of 80 and you win yeah, it's you know that's what you got to do. Um, so that is why I always set the benchmark at around eighty. You want eighty-five ideally, but if you can get eighties all round, then your laughing gives you a bit of breathing room for for subs. Yeah, I mean, he only made one transfer, and that's to get rid of Home World Free, which I think he dumped in your team. Yeah, he did. Thanks, James. Off, so that was a sub that had to be made. And um, he subbed in the AEW game at 65, so it was an all-round disaster transfer when you look at it that way, a, a 60 mm. net score, but didn't need to do anything else. Everyone else just didn't have a great year. No, Atkins was on course to have a record-breaking year, believe it or not. 
Yeah. He had a chance to yeah. do it. And obviously that day before cost him dearly. But the rest of them didn't really offer much challenge. I mean, it was reasonably close with a, you know, what's that, a 13-point delta between first and second and third. But mm. um, there was still, every, every person seemed to get at least one or two low 70s game in there, if not a 60s game. And I think there will be a lot of people looking in the mirror come Monday morning saying, if only, mm. if only we hadn't just picked one shit house and just done a, a, a high 70s a lot across the board, we we would have had a chance to win. This will be the one that slipped away for a lot of them, I think. When you well, look it's at been a stats. ridiculous year as well. I think yeah. that's the point. It's, it's been a good year for good games. Um, I mean, Adcock will be kicking himself for having a red fall because... 57. He, I mean, that's just yeah. an embarrassment. If he, again, if he gets an 80 in there, like, yeah, he's, won it. He's, he's won it. So... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you, you look at it, as you say, Paper AEW Fight Forever, he got around 60 on it. And then Salmon actually had a reasonable year. Um, and then chucks in Tales of Symphonia remaster that gets him a 66. Yep. Um, and Halls was just pathetic. I don't know what else to say. No, it wasn't great. Almost was... like he's done an Adcock and sabotaged himself to a certain extent. Yeah, I mean, he got rid of... Here's the games he transferred out. Kerbal Space Program 2, Persona 4 Golden, Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth, Tempest Rising, Hollow Knight Silkson, Metal Slugs Tactic, and Counter-Strike 2. Mm. They were all the, the, the transfers that he had to make, and he cost himself 35 points. Even without that, he's still not really in range of, of winning it. So it's... Mm. Um, in the Jackbox Party Pack. It's desperation, like, isn't it? It's, it's realised... where move it. It's just like it's just such a like weird. I mean, some of them I can sort of go out. I can see where you're thinking like Destiny, Lightfall could have, yeah, should have done better. Should have done better. Detective Pikachu, I don't know, but um, yeah, it's just you know some stuff in there where you go, you can almost sense there's just going to be no like what are you doing that for. I, I, you just know, but anyway, I think he just he's acknowledged anyway. He's had an awful time of things, so yeah, he's um, he'll be open to do better next year, I assume. But Biff, I think was a t I wouldn't say tad a tad unfortunate, but he had a pretty, you know, he didn't do he only did one sub, um, yeah. and you know he could have been in and around it with a few better scores. Two sixty sevens though will will harpoon the side of your ship. This, this you can't that. afford to have two of them. No, can have one maybe, but you can't be can't be getting away with two. Um, just circling back to Adkins, he had the two top scoring games, ninety six, ninety six, mm. the platform for success. Not just that as well though. He had bloody Spider Man two. Yeah. Like, it's almost like the holy trinity of plus nineties guaranteed yeah. in the end. I mean. I think everyone said about Baldur's Gate, if it comes out, it'll score well. I think that was pretty much the thought. They didn't think it'd be 96, but it would have been around that sort of probably high 80s mark at the very least. you got those three in there and you're going, well. Yeah, that's the platform to build off. But just don't make silly errors. Don't slip over and let that, that bar in because they'll come and sting you and that'll be a Premier League gone. That'll be another opportunity for Adkins to get into the FGL Championship, which he's never done, gone for another year. And it Unbelievable will... he's never been in there. He's not done it. Like, yeah. You'd expect better with someone... You know, I always think like Adcock and Adkins are pretty good with their gaming knowledge. 
right? Mm. They're, they're normally the two that are up there in the quiz, and you kind of expect those two guys to pick, I don't know, it feels unfair saying pick better because Atkins has picked well. Just one game not coming out has really cost him, and he's the only one with, with a game this year that didn't come out. Yeah. Um, it's just sloppiness from him. Yeah, I mean, there's enough games out there to get a six, get enough games to put on a list of ten. Yeah, it simply shouldn't happen, and uh, it has happened. Some will claim he was unlucky because of the day before, but the writing was on the fucking wall that game in the summer. Everyone Did, said it. Radio and he just silence. Mm. It was it, never going to be happening. There was no need. No. I'd have just gone, yep, yeah, get out, chucked in. Even like Modern Warfare Three, I'd have just gone, get in, it's coming out. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be shit. Probably seventy tops, but it'll be out, and that's all I need. Yeah, carelessness. Let's move into the FGL Championship, which is the main event. You versus Parky, and the curse continues. Still, no one has been able to defend that belt. Mm. You know, you go up to the FGL as the champion, you hold it for one year, and then the new challenger from the Grand Prix comes along and beats him. That's happened every single year that we've been doing that system. And it just continues here with Parkey. Uh, you've got a record set in 859 points, though. What's interesting about Parkey's score, 838, that is, uh, what's that, seven points higher than his last year's score where he won it. Mm. So it weren't like he chucked it away this year. It's just that your team come along and set records and we've done that city where they got 100 points and went, well, you ain't going to, it doesn't matter what you do, you can he beat us. And it's just one of those seasons, unfortunately, for, for Paul Parkey. Yeah. It's unfortunate, as you say, it's just unfortunate. I mean... All round nice guy. Game. All round good Ed pa- Egg Parkey now being sent to the doldrums of defeat. I mean, the lowest score I got was 81, which yeah. is mad, really. Um, I mean... The thing is, though, and I would say, it's like picking Starfield as your main... Oh, I don't think it was I his main one. I would have done it, though. That was his top pick. It was, yeah. yeah. So I was always... You know my thoughts on that, and I won't keep bringing it up, but I think you want your pick to be like a 90-plus pick. It should have been, and Phil. We've told, we've told <laughs> Phil off for this. He should have done it. Yeah, ain't. It's never going to be there. But, yeah, yeah and then even his, his picks lower down, like 84, 80, and then 71 are... I mean, I'm not going to say he laid it down because Salmon's Company Heroes 3 was low, but that's really where it was. When you actually look at the scores that he got from his participants, they're really yeah. good. Yeah. Like, there's Salmon bringing it down a bit, but I got 81 from an Adcock. It's like, it's a really, you'd have to say... His average of his team members was better than the average of your team members. 88 versus 85. So you're, you've... Use data there to square the the blame right at Parky's doorstep. Unfortunately for him. Well, I'm not gonna. I mean, that's yeah. The stat, that's the stats. That's the stats saying it at last. Because I think yeah, that's basically it's his games that's laid down. Because it's easy to point the finger in in this at the fact, and I alluded at the beginning the fact that you kind of it's in the lap of the gods. But hmm. you know, you really need your games to come up trumps, and mine did. And as you say, Parky's. Didn't, but I well, think you're always your average for picks that. was 88. His average for his picks were 80. Yeah, so it's all come undone, unfortunately. But it's it, I think it's difficult those last three picks, especially. I mean, you had to transfer. Well, you did in the last of the gods. Yeah, because you left with whatever's um, left, and you're like, well, I mean, as I said, you had Suicide Squad in there. I mean, you're lucky. You're yeah. lucky that got delayed in some ways because 
in terms of a high scoring game that may well have been a, a, a after a, I saw that fucking video it was coming out no well it was, it was coming out it weren't the, the two and I think we said when we did the initial draft those were the two games that were up for for review was Suicide Squad and Homeworld 3 and they both got fucking chopped fortunately as you say it takes the decision out of your hands when they're getting delayed but yeah I, when we saw that clip of Suicide Squad, I was like, good Lord, this is shite. It wasn't even just that. Just the reaction from everyone was like, I don't want this. And I was like, well, it doesn't matter yeah. if it's any good now. People no, have made their minds no, up. Doesn't. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, but yeah, you know, I think two subs is is pretty good. It's more than you'd like, really. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you can't even complain when you're getting an average of 87 no, I, I, the funny thing is, I've always said it that you want an average of eighty-five. Mm. Like that's where you should be aiming, and that, and you know, Parky's got that. Yeah, and yeah, as you say, unfortunately, still hasn't done enough to win. But, I, I think next year will be different. I really well, do. It, it, you know, we always say it seems like a harder year, but I think that's mm. that is true. There's a lot of a glut of games this year that just scored so highly, so it, mm. it definitely made things somewhat easier. But you still got to identify the right games because you can you can easily get a like a destiny 2 lightfall didn't expect that level of well 71 is no disgrace but you're banking on an 80 minimum there and it it didn't come in but i'm gonna read off the scores and the team so you had 859 like i said you had legend of zelda tears of the kingdom star wars jedi survivor hogwarts legacy resident evil 4 dead space mortal kombat 1 Fire Emblem Engage, Final Fantasy 16, Pikmin 4, Football Manager 2024, Parky had Starfield, Baldur's Gate 3, Super Mario RPG, Diablo 4, Spider-Man 2, Super Mario Brothers Wonder, Company of Heroes 3, Forza Motorsport, Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe, and then Destiny Lightfall. Both two transfers each. As we said, you got rid of Suicide Squad and Homeworld. Parky got rid of Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth. And Hollow Knight Silk Song. And the interesting thing is, when you look at the way the game or the release schedule happened, um, you got off to a fast start. You know, the first quarter you had 346 points in the bag. Parky No Disgrace was sitting there on 229, so within range, no, no panic in there. Three games versus four. But in Q2, as we came up to the halfway mark, you had extended your lead to 614. He was on 317, so you'd opened up a real gap there. And after that point, Parky looks at that and thinks, this is going to be difficult to overcome. Doesn't matter what we do, he's setting such ridiculous scores. 88, 96, 84, 92, 89, 84, 81. And he's like, well, I've already got a 71 in my team because that light fall. Mm. And you're relying on mistakes. Do you think getting ahead out early does just make it more difficult for the challenger to respond because you don't want to respond unnecessarily. But if you're sitting there looking at that, you're like, well, we've got to do something in this case. I was just going to sleepwalk into a defeat. I think I can understand you might just go, well, I'm just going to throw in the towel because it ain't worth me worrying and thinking about it when that is an unassailable lead and I can't see anything out there that's going to improve on what I've already got. Like, has the damage been done? Like, there might be that mentality, but... I don't know. I, you know, every, as you say, everything come out reasonably early for me, and I had points on the board, and I only really had two. Well, you know, when I looked at the list, I thought I've only really got two decisions here. Mm. Um, so I was kind of just waiting for it all to play out. Really, um, it's 
you know, I, I guess it could be demotivating. Like, you know, when you look at City running away with it last year and you go, well, bloody hell, as you get close. That must be hard to go, come on, let's keep going yeah. at it. Um, but I think, you know, it's really difficult to lay any blame or say that did something wrong because it was still a really good year for Parkey. I think yeah. you're right. It just, you know, I've got some good picks. I've, you know, the way it all landed up, I ended up getting some good games that scored well. And then it's all in the lap of the gods, really. Mm. When you look at it, it's like a 21-point deficit. That's only two and a bit points per game. That's, yeah, and I think that I, is how fine got, the margins can be. I, You know, when the ones that I transferred in, so I transferred in Mortal Kombat 1. Yep. And Pikmin 4. And Pikmin 4, and Pikmin 4 gets an 88. So, yep. Yep. you know, and an 84 is just a... Even if I'd have left Homeworld 3 and Suicide Squad in, I'm not getting anything better than that, no, arguably. It's, yeah. It's, you know, so, it you know, my subs worked, everything. And I wasn't actually going to transfer in Mortal Kombat. I was going to mm. transfer in something else, wasn't I? I can't remember what it was. Yeah. But yeah, I was looking at another game. It might have been Thingy Remastered. Dead Space Remastered? I don't know. I already had that. I can't remember. But anyway. I mean, I'll look for um, it if I can find it. Yeah, I'm trying, I remember it not being particularly popular in the group. I wonder what that would have got me. I mean, I don't think it would have materially oh, changed. Interesting. Alan Wake 2 or Mortal Kombat yeah. 1? And ah. Mortal, so actually, Alan Wake 2 left on the table. Off. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So. 89 yeah. that got, so. Points left on the table. To, to be, be fair, fair I don't comment. I just sit there and observe in those groups, make sure nothing untoward's going on. And when when Pac-Man, ta- I think it's Pac-Man that tabled Alan Wake 2, I was in my, doing that, going, fucking don't, don't go down that yeah. one. Because that's going to be an absolute disaster. For some reason, I just thought it would be not that great, like low eighties mm. tops, but absolutely took the championship and uh, did did very very well. You'd basically posted Mortal Kombat eleven in there and said, said that's got an eighty nine, so that's the sort of barometer there. And the last the last fucking game that Remedy released was Control, and that got an eighty three. So. Well within your yeah. rights to look at that and say, "Well, are they going to put it out the bag?" Mm. Turns out they did, but it wouldn't it wouldn't have mattered anyway in the grand scheme of things. But it can it can fall on a knife edge, you know, little decisions mm. like that. And actually, Pac-Man, who was criticised for tabling Adam Wake Two, really had, had had sort of the inside track there. Yeah, it did. You know, I I generally think if you had, you know, I feel like Adcock is a He's a prime horse, but he needs steering. I think if you had someone sometimes to steer him a little bit. He needs Frankie Dottori to be managing that, that horse. <laughs> yeah. Can't just put any rookie on there. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, you know, look, even when we're looking at that in hindsight, you're thinking, you know, you're picking between two very high scoring games again. Yeah. Um, so look, everything just fell into place quite nicely. I, I'm not expecting um, next year to be this kind of pace, to be honest. I think it is harder to, you know, I kind of coming into it, didn't really know what to expect and stuff with how it all play out and it's gone well. But yeah, I don't know. I've just got a feeling next year is going to be a, a harder year for plus 80 games. 
Yeah, I think if we get two ninety sixes again, that'll be a massive surprise. I don't, I don't see that happening. And that's just, those anything in the nineties is good, but when you get to like ninety four and above, they're just absurd fucking yeah. unicorns. So to get two of them in one year was absurd. And so many games that are in around eighty eight and you know above ninety that there was there was a lot mm. to choose from, and particularly when in you in the championship you've only got. 20 games versus each other, 10 v 10. Whereas that, that, that Grand Prix is harder because there's 60 unique games required across the whole field. Yeah. So you're always going to tread on a landmine somewhere usually. But, yeah. You know, next year, I don't think it's going to offer that. I don't see there being many clear runners. I mean, I haven't really looked into it, but... There's know, nothing can... that I'm really aware of that's <clears throat> like... like... Zelda was the, the no-brainer if you could get it. It yes. felt like that was the no-brainer. If you get that, you, you're off to a good start. And I would have backed Starfield, and I did throughout, and it didn't turn out that way. But even looking at that level, I'm like, I don't, even, I don't know. I really think next year will be a, a bit more mm. of a pickle for people to, to navigate. So it'll be interesting to see how that pans out. Let's turn our heads forward to 2024. You'll be looking to defend the crown against paper. Any words of, uh, any fighting words or goading you want to do? Just for paper to try and roll him up, or any respect you want to pay to the young toad. Kind of just neutral, to be honest. Um, <laughs> it's it, you know he's gonna definitely be there trying to trying to poke and prod. It's what he does, and, and just be a general irritant. But um, I think it'll be interesting because there is that. It's like Arsenal versus Spurs or Man United versus Liverpool. It's that kind of like, neither of us will want to lose that for obvious no. reasons because it's going to haunt you for some time. But um, I think, yeah, you know, my point would be is I think this year to a certain extent, we're going to have to look for some gems. I don't think there's as many obvious games to choose from. Skull and Bones is now um, going to be out. For people. It's on the table, so that's there to be taken. Suicide's um, got to be on the table for those that want to roll the dice yeah. or go for that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you know, I need to have a proper look, uh, but I'm not aware of anything. You know, it's like I think he's already said he'll let me have GTA 6. Um, <laughs> that could be the ultimate um, gamble, really. But, yeah, uh, you know, I think it'll be good. It's... Um, you know, in a, in a weird kind of way, it's a good one to be involved with because it's a bit more lighter touch, generally speaking. You don't have mm. a whole lot of worrying to do. You've got to get your own list together and whatnot. Um, yeah. But I like the fact it's kind of like you get your games and then you just sort of sit on it and see what see what's what. Yeah, um, it's, it's going to be one of those years for sure. And it'll be interesting to see the ebbs and flows of that. Just some other stats. Like I mentioned, you set a new record of 859 in the FGL championship so you become the fgl champion paper 793 doesn't set any records biff paper and adcock obviously were on your team so they pick up winners medals for being on that team adkins was the mvp he got 187 mm. points which was Baldur's gate 3 and spider-man 2 that's a new record for any competitor to make on the team game so he can pat himself on the back that he did well, I guess, in the team game and then just shit the bed in the Grand Prix. But 187 is a record that he previously had. It was 183. And that's been there since 2018. So that's well done to him. Really, the only way he could have topped that is if he got Baldur's Gate and, and yeah. uh, Zelda. But you're asking for a lot to get both of those in the in the team game. Um, 
Got anything else here? Oh, Adkins. This is interesting. Since 2017, when the teams were formed, Adkins won in, was on the winning team in 2017, 2018, 2019, and 2020. A four-year streak, and he was the MVP in one of those. Now, since 2020, he's not won it. He's lost, been on the losing side for three years running. What's going on there? Biff's now on the two winning teams in 2022 and 2023. Is he the new hot product to pick up? I really do think it depends on the composition of the rest of the team. Because we've had, you know, I'm not going to dig Salmon out because he's only recently started doing it. But I think last year was his first year. So he's kind of like feeling... He was on the winning team last year. Was he? Yeah, he picked up a winner's medal. He was on Parky's team. Oh, so this is where I start spouting shit. So my expectation was... So <laughs> I remember him having a bit of a torrid time of it, trying to get to grips with it all. <laughs> he did um, have a bit of it, but that was more in the Grand Prix where he was just sell, he was oh, doing right. a, a sabotage of his own. Because once you've yeah. set your list out, you don't mm. need to redo much when you're in the team game. You've done it. You can offer advice. You can offer mm. whatnot. But ultimately, it's down to you, the, the captains, yeah. to make the choices. So you see people flounder so many times in that fucking Grand Prix where they just left onto their own fucking whims to do what they need to do. And uh, yeah, in the team game, as long as you do a solid job, you can you can be carried, mm. essentially. I'm not saying he was carried, but he certainly yeah. didn't do enough to, to, to ruin that. Um, no. so, the, so the Grand Prix scrambles can be misleading because you think, Christ, mm. they don't know what they're doing, but they give you two solid games every year. Actually, they're probably a good team member to have. Yeah. Well, you know, even this year you look at it and you go, how much of that can be attributed to Adkins on Parkinson? You go, well, none of it because he's... Setting records, so yeah, you know, I think it's just been a bit. It's it's just the way it goes. I think you know most people in the. I think this is where it becomes tricky, right? Most people, if they get, because you get the choice, right, to either pick the player or pick the game. Yeah, and I'd always pick the game because people can't be trusted. But I think if you chose the person, like the most likely one to choose first, is Adkins. Then after that, you're left with. A field of unpredictability in some ways. We have to remember nowadays, since last year actually, this was the first season we did it, the games that you get are the, the first two games or three games, if it's already gone, or even four games, that they get in their Grand Prix draft. So it's no longer defined. So basically you get the same as what they get on their team. So their, their starting draft order in the Grand Prix mm. is actually quite a big, you know, swing because they could be the first draft in which case they're going to get their first game then they're going to get their what would it be their seventh game and then you know at a minimum whereas if you get someone who's say Adkins had an absolute nightmare and ended up being sixth in the draft order his first game could be the his first five games could have already gone by the time you get there so that mm. now is now a strategic wrinkle that you guys have to consider is where they finished last year and where they're being drafted because that that can dictate the strength of the team. Yeah, uh, you know, I think there's a... I mean, generally speaking, everyone's top games are largely okay. I mean, I think one thing that surprised me last year was how high up Homeworld 3 was on James's list. Like, there's a couple of bizarre things that get thrown out there. Um, but this is why I think it's going to be even more interesting next year because it doesn't feel like, again, going back to the, the amount of games that are available, it doesn't feel like there's this huge plethora of games to 
to sort of bolster people's sort of top tens. So mm. it's going to, you know, do you next year start thinking about rather than choosing the game, do you choose the player? Because actually they're probably going to have the game anyway that you want. I don't know. I think it's, you know, there's a lot of it is down to chance. Um, I think that's just a simple reality of it. You sort of just, you know, best educated guesses that you can take and just chuck it out there and hope that it works. And it sometimes it does and sometimes it don't. Yeah. It will all come to fruition very shortly as we run our draft episode very soon and that'll be that'll be up in a couple of weeks at some point for you guys to listen to. Well, any final words at all at all before we get out of here for this season review? No, not particularly. Just um happy to have finally got into it and won it because you know, I think been close to it multiple times. Yeah. Um but you know It'd be nice to defend it and be, a, you know, it's always good to do first, right? It's, it'd yeah. be good to to win it and defend it. So that's the challenge for next year. Yeah, you don't want to end up like that Stevie G, do you? Slipping over and blowing that Premier League and then never getting it. Well, I've already got the title, so yeah. I'm fine with it. But if, yeah, well, no, it'd be that's nice what I'm saying. To... You've avoided that. You've avoided the Stevie yeah, G yeah. syndrome. And, yeah, yeah. And get on the precipice and for Atkins, the horror goes on because there could be a chance where he, he never gets it. Mm, could liquidate tomorrow this entire league there's no no Saudi backing of this finance it's like could all just crumble and that'd be the end of it and you'll forever have to look in the mirror at the day before and say that was my Stephen Gerrard slipper moment yeah very true anyway we'll be back early next year with paper and Logan to do the draft itself and uh, it'll be interesting to see how it all pans out but as usual nothing more for us to say other than thanks for your time and ta-da This was a Dimp Digital production.